It's time for the Dorsey Show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Fantasmagorific. Oh my gosh, I'm like so excited. We swear. <laughs> Your most excellent giggle buddy. She's like this 24-7. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Dorsey Show. Listen while you work. The Dorsey Show. Live from the Associated Credit Union of Texas Studios. With your host, Dorsey. Well, you've heard of the Freshman 15 and the Wobble Dance? Wobble, wobble, wobble with me, wobble with me. On today's episode, Chef Gary, owner of Fit Chef Texas, and I are going to let you in on some secrets to keeping your stomach in check this holiday season. Well, hello, hi, and howdy. It's time to get you tuned in, turned on, and tuned up with your weekly dose of the Healthy, Happy, Fun Hour here on The Dorsey Show, where I help you to awaken your play, purpose, and pleasure, because it's my belief that happy people make healthier choices, and you're just going to have way more fun along the way. Well, if you've been listening for any time, you know before we get started, it's that time again, because you know, guys, I'm feeling some kind of way. I'm feeling like I need another good news story to start the day. fur babies, kids doing crazy cute things, happy family stories, and the obvious anything fart related. Because it makes me happy, it makes me giggle, and I just feel a lot better. And it obviously doesn't take much. Well, this week I'm sharing some Thanksgiving traditions around the world because we are coming up here in about a week on Thanksgiving. So how many other, how other countries celebrate and give thanks and express their gratitude? And we're going to start off with China. Well, for, well, first off, let me back up. Here in the United States, our holiday tradition is usually shaped by food, football, and family. It's like the, the F trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> well, China celebrates what they call a mid-autumn festival, a.k.a. the Moon Festival. Do you know, Chef Gary is here in the studio with me, do you know, Chef, it has a history of over 3,000 years, that festival. Wow. Holy smokes. It was derived from Chinese emperors who worshiped the moon every year to pray for a good harvest. Ancient people believed worshiping the moon and eating together would bring them good luck and happiness. I mean, it kind of sounds very similar to what we do. We don't maybe not go out worshiping or dancing, you know, naked, maybe in the moon. I don't know. Some people do. If that's your jam, do it. <laughs> we do have a lot of happiness around. Well, hopefully you have a lot of happiness around your Thanksgiving table. In Germany, I'm probably going to say this wrong. I'm going to try it anyway. Ernt dit confast. Ernt dit dunkenfast. I totally butchered it. Harvest Festival. Thanksgiving is an autumn festival. It's a celebration to give thanks for the successful collection of the harvest, which guarantees another year without starvation. This harvest festival includes parades, music, decorations of harvest fruit and vegetables, and kind of reminds me of like our Macy's Day Thanksgiving parade. You see all these parades, all these different groups and organizations, and it's like, huh, we're not so different when you really peel us down. 
you peel the layers. Japan also has a Labor Thanksgiving Day. It's a national holiday for citizens to express gratitude to one another for the work done throughout the year and the fruits of those labors. It's like, oh my gosh, I love that. It's kind of like our Labor Day, you know, type of thing. Well, this holiday also traces its origins back to thousand years i mean some of these countries have holidays that they have been celebrating for a very long time and is again widely celebrated to giving thanks for workers rights and let, let's see what's oh this one's a good one vietnam has a mid-autumn moon festival it's an ancient festival centering around children and it is thought that the festival was originally celebrated to give parents time to catch up to their with their children after the summer summer harvest was over and children light lanterns and perform lion dances as part of the celebration and in vietnam it's the second most important holiday tradition isn't that the coolest thing it's like you know thinking of parents catching up with their kids it's like we have our christ you know a little bit of a break for thanksgiving then they have usually a longer christmas break here in the united states you know about a month or so although i know plenty of parents and teachers when that break is coming over you know coming to an end they're like oh thank you baby jesus mary and joseph they're going back to school (laughs) they've caught up plenty well food holidays and stress these things go hand in hand and it's my mission as well as my guest chef gary owner of fit chef texas that what you eat causes you as little stress and inflammation as possible while we may not be able to help you with your crazy relatives this time of year we certainly have some ideas of what to eat and what to avoid so that your holiday is jolly and full of joy chef gary welcome back to the show thanks dorsey how are you doing today i'm doing you're doing you're doing well peachy keen jelly bean i'm glad to have you back so anything fun interesting any kind of new shenanigans you've been up to lately since we've seen each other last um working on working real hard on um autoimmune um protocol where you know there's so many people out there that have all kinds of inflammatory diseases that uh, need something different than the norm and so i'm working on that and um investigating ways to make that known you know gotcha gotcha help people out that don't have the time just like Mm -hmm. most people today don't have time to cook don't have time to shop don't have time (laughs) i don't have time well i just i cannot believe it's almost thanksgiving and what the what the what this whole year has gone by no joke you know i always say once we have halloween it's like hallow thanksmas and, you know, and then we're celebrating the new year. It's like, for crying out loud, you know, I've tried so hard to slow it down, and it just didn't pay attention to me. October just went whammo, and now we're almost at Thanksgiving. Well, are you ready? I'm are you ready. ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. Well, you know, oh, by the way, we just got a new sectional sofa. We got a new TV and a new kitchen table. So, isn't this a smart TV? I have my phone connected to it. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel I feel so cool and smart. So definitely, we're ready for some food, some feasting, and some football at the Hill House. I don't know about you. Well, you know, not everyone celebrates or cares for the holidays. However, we do. You and I do. Amen. Oh, amen. Amen all day long and twice on Sunday. <laughs> Well, and twice on Thursday, if it happens to be for next week. Well, my favorite part is being, you know, as good as I can be before the holiday so that I can kind of cheat maybe just a little or have a few things I wouldn't, you know, a little naughty that I wouldn't have all the time. And my mother-in-law makes this thing we call pink stuff. 
and you know it has some jello in it and it has some cream cheese and and, and it has is it cream I think it's cream cheese it has cottage cheese and you know she does the low fat or she tries to do like one year I made it with that you know with non-dairy which was just as good and we fight over it you know that's one of those things that the, all the the kids and the kids in laws fight over so what naughty favor do you have chef chocolate chocolate why did you whisper chocolate is it a secret no actually (laughs) actually um, when i was a kid i grew up with um, five uh, or i should say three sisters and a brother and so everything dessert wise or food wise was doled out you know and um, i was uh, my last two years of high school moved to switzerland Mm -hmm. i actually went to school in switzerland and I tell you what, I pigged out on <laughs> the chocolate. I couldn't get enough of that chocolate. You I know? can imagine. You know, because, you know, growing up, you just didn't get much, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but that, Ooh. but yeah, cho- chocolate is my, um, mm-hmm. Well, that's my downfall. I do the dark chocolate, and I notice, you know, I was talking to some people yesterday about this. Any kind of milk chocolate, it's like I eat it, and it just doesn't satisfy you, so you would eat like an entire bar, you know, kind of thing. If it's dark chocolate, I can have a little square, and I'm perfectly happy. It just satisfies me so much quicker where you don't have to, you know, you're not a glutton for the entire piece of whatever. What, per- what percent do you get? I usually, I do the higher percentage of cacao, so I'm usually usually like between 70 to 90 i do like more of a bitter dark chocolate although i do find like i said any of the dark chocolates especially the really good cleaner you know fair trade or organic you know dark chocolates really fill me up so much quicker than like i said you know like if a hershey bar i could you can't help it it's like it's like a pringle you can't just eat one you know you pop it and you're like oh my gosh the whole can is gone next thing you know <laughs> anyway we're not going to talk pringles okay so we got our naughty favorites out of the way y'all know it and what are some foods that we should consider avoiding this year chef and i'm going to say this right quick don't you dare say pink stuff because i'm having it next thursday well you could <laughs> you could turn it to green and you know you lime in there and be green stuff so. hey there you go and then it'd be like see it's green you know it's funny because my <laughs> my mother-in-law makes something really similar to that and it, and uh you know but i think she puts um i don't think she lays back i think it's cream in there along oh. with, uh, Along with the, uh, you know, like you, like you said, the cottage cheese or the cream cheese uh-huh. and whatever. But it, it is good. But basically, you know, it's not a matter of avoiding things. It's a matter of the way you do things. Okay, like for instance, um, smaller portions, you know, you, you know, take a little bit, you know, stay away from um, having over overflights portions and then also, what's really amazing is, you know, here you are with all the people you know, and we, you know, it takes hours to make the meal, yes. and we're done in 15 minutes. Oh, I know. You shovel, shovel, you shovel, know. shovel, shovel. You don't even appreciate exactly anything on your plate. If you get in the habit of laying your fork down mm. and talking, and you will be filled up, believe it or not. It, it takes time for our bodies to tell our senses, hey, we're full. So what, that's why we overeat. So we're eating, we're still hungry, we're, you know. And, and so if you take your time, chew your food longer, <laughs> and don't gulp it in. And there again, going back to when I was a kid, I was the oldest of five. And it was like, I hurried 
up eating so I could get the seconds. Oh, gotcha. You know? A lot you of know? people have done that, too. And, you you know, hear so that. I, wanted, I saw that extra piece of meat there, you know. And, so, <laughs> and by God, I'm going to get it. <laughs> so I, I would get it down as quick as I could and be done with it and to get that extra piece, you know. And you don't think about that, but it all carries on in, in your whole eating habits. You mm -hmm. rush through. You don't really enjoy it, you know, what you're doing. and or the people you're around at Thanksgiving or whatever. So That's true. You know, I've always been one of those that's a slow eater, and I see that that really helps me now. And it is amazing where if you just take, say, a spoonful, because if there are 10 different options of things for you to eat at Thanksgiving or more, or more <laughs> you know, a spoonful of each, I promise you, will fill your belly more than you think, and you don't have to shovel this mound right. of everything thing and it's amazing to me even sometimes doing that because i'm such a slow eater i find myself kind of pushing back and sit there and then it'll wait a little bit and you know my family always laughs because they're already on to dessert or cleaning the kitchen and i'm still finishing my first plate because i'm such a slow eater but i see that really helps me now instead of shoveling now there's i know there's a lot of teachers I have a lot of friends that are teachers and you know they just in, in other fields as well you unfortunately only have a certain amount of time right. for lunch and then if you have to heat it up or you have to go somewhere else and you know in the building and then heat it up and you know sometimes you get in that habit not because you want to but because where you are of just eating fast 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 and then that also goes over into trying to enjoy it at home you're already in that mindset of gotta eat gotta eat gotta eat gotta eat yeah another thing that's real interesting too is if you think about it is Everything, you know, we have such a variety of things to eat at Thanksgiving. Oh, I know. You know, on the plate. <laughs> so another thing that might help is eat all of one thing first, and just that one thing. Oh. And the reason why is your body needs to um, make certain enzymes to digest it. So if you're putting all different things that need different digestion things. Oh, that's true. You know, so if you slow it down and just eat all that one thing take your favorite one and eat it first so even. the pink stuff eat all the pink stuff <laughs> yeah, eat that pink stuff anyway so i think that's a that's another hint that might um do it but again speed put your fork down eat small chew your food and enjoy and the company talk, enjoy the company and and don't make this two, three, four hour deal last 10 minutes, you know? <laughs> well, that's true because, you know, unfortunately my family, you know, I love getting together with them, but the drive over there sometimes is longer than the amount of time we spend eating. It's like we sit and we, you know, we say our, our blessing and then we eat, sit a little bit, have dessert, coffee, and then bam. I mean, everyone leaves is like, what the heck? You know, so we have this whole day, and, and thankfully we have other family, you know, his family, and then, you know, we do some other things, but it's like, dang! It's like we get in and wham, bam, eat, see ya! You know, <laughs> exactly. it's like, golly, folks! <laughs> Unless you got that football game to watch afterwards, right? Well, you know, and we do that, but, the, but then, you know, you sit down and you're watching the game, you're not really talking, paying attention to anyone else in the room, either. Right. You know, so, yes, I know football's a big thing, however, you know, you, there's this thing called record. You can record <laughs> it and play it back later. Well, gobble till you wobble and then pass out on the couch. How to enjoy your holiday delights without giving up your waistline up next. 
Welcome back to The Dorsey Show, and I'm joined by Chef Gary, owner of Fit Chef Texas. And for those of you that are just tuning in, we were discussing some favorite holiday foods, which mine is pink stuff, courtesy of my mother-in-law. Thank you very much, Vincy. I love you. Make sure you bring a bunch of it next Thursday. And Chef Gary's, which is chocolate. I mean, hello, anything chocolate is going to be good. And then how to make some healthy choices. We're all about simple. And I love the simple suggestions that you gave What that we can keep it things fun. You can have you can enjoy your food and not, you know, be all like I said on the, the intro here or the, the when we left a minute ago about gobble till you wobble, then you collapse and pass out on the couch. Well, let's let's talk a little more turkey, chef. And let's talk about how to eat well without ending up looking like the Goodyear blimp. Does that sound good? Yep. Okay, so again, I love, let's just do a quick recap. I do love those examples you gave about eating, you know, smaller, we talked about smaller portions, because if there's 10 options, believe me, you're going to get a good taste of each with a small dollop of it. And then you are saying eat one, you know, if you have mashed potatoes and you have corn or you have different casseroles, eat one of it completely on your plate because you digest things differently. That was a great tip. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gary, yeah. And yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for elaborating on that, Chef Gary. Really, really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. You just, you know, and then again, like we talked about, you know, the speed of what you eat and enjoy your company mm-hmm. and put your fork down. Yeah. You know, don't, well, you, don't shovel it in one yes. after another and then, you know, it's not going anywhere, you know. Exactly. It's not going to get, it's dead. It's not going to get up and waddle off your plate. I promise. Um, it's staying right there. I you guess know. the only negative thing I can think of eating as slow as you might be getting cold food, you know, where it's not, yeah, doesn't you know stay. What? I'm, you know, I'm okay with other that. Other than that, other than that, you yeah. know, it's it's better for you. You digest yes. it better, and you get filled up where your your body has time to tell your brain you're full. Your exactly. Stomach, you know, and in that way, you're that smaller portion, and you're not, you know, you're cutting it by taking smaller portion. You're cutting it down in half right there, mm-hmm. and then eating slow. You might not even finish what's on your plate because you're yes. you're filled up. Because A lot you of ate times, slow. I don't exactly. You know? And I'm okay with that because then, and then I'm also okay with it's a little bit chilly because there's usually a microwave pretty much any house I go to, so I could nuke it for just a little bit to heat it up again. I, or you know what? There's a thing called take home, and I'm good with that too, so I can have that lovely little dinner later on. <laughs> well, what, one thing you know just comes to mind: a lot of people when they, of course, you know, there's different things on microwave, but instead of cooking it at ten level mm-hmm. level 10 cut it down to five mm-hmm. it's like a reheat and your meat doesn't tighten up and isn't as tough and you'll be tender and a lot of people just you know if you want to boil water you do it on 10 yeah but if you want to reheat do it on five don't do it on 10 you are you're actually taking some goodness out of yeah. what you're eating just by doing that well secret. great see you're full of all kinds of fun tips i thank you for that appreciate that all right you can go now we're done no i'm just joking okay so jeff tell me some things i can do to feel satisfied without overeating or going back for second breakfast or 11 c's you know from game of thrones where the hobbits have like seven meals a day you know <laughs> and we've talked about a few of those you know those are great little tidbits is there anything else you can think of you know to satisfy us without continually going back and going back and going back well one thing too is what you do 
you know, depending on when you have your Thanksgiving. And a lot of mm -hmm. people have it early afternoon, say, because it evolves around the football game or whatever. <laughs> so, or like, just all the prep if they start early that yeah, morning. Sometimes yeah, yeah. it's a later lunch. So what what you need to do is. For breakfast, don't have a huge breakfast. Maybe have you know have a have something that you drink that isn't gonna you know where you're already slimming down there. You know something healthy. Okay, I'm glad you said healthy because I'm already laughing. Going so maybe a little spiked egg. <laughs> I wasn't or, going there. Okay, you know like a <laughs> like a really good sized mimosa. What kind of breakfast or drink are we talking about here today? <laughs> oh, get some uh, get some kale and broccoli and spinach. Oh, that and, kind of breakfast. Yeah, yeah do, okay. Do a green drink or whatever okay. and and you put that together and you know and that way you're you're starting off where you're getting nutrition in your body and um of course they get gets back to you know what shape is your gut you know yeah because you know people don't realize too is what we're putting in isn't being um utilized because their gut isn't in good health so it's not absorbing the vitamins and things that they're taking in. Mm -hmm. So make sure maybe a New Year's resolution, hey, I'm going to get my gut together. You know? Hey, your gut health then, is everything. And then that goes along with your farting. I know. I'm glad you said that. I was like, gosh, we got to talk about farting at some point. You know, because if you if you do eat too much and you blow it up, you probably are going to be one of those that the relatives are like, oh, dear God, there she goes again. You know, and they're going to clear out because you have cleared the room. Okay. Well, is there, we've talked a little bit about, you know, sometimes it's a later lunch, you know, so don't be a glutton for breakfast if you're having, you know, like a mid-afternoon Thanksgiving or, you know, if your Thanksgiving is in the evening, is there a best or better time to have a large meal? I, I would say that, you know, you want to be, the earlier the better because you got more time to digest. Okay. But um, I would say that, you know, you want to keep eating under, say, 6 o'clock, you know, in the evening. Mm -hmm. Then that's And that's generally all the way around, you know. It just gives your time, and there's so much um, intermittent fasting is, you know, where you're just eating certain hours from, say, 10 to 6. And then you have, you know, the other two-thirds of your day digesting and it gets your body going. And just that in itself helps people lose weight just mm -hmm. by doing that because it kind of gets you into ketosis just by limiting the times you eat. So there again, you know, you know, we got we're all raised with this. Well, you need three meals and breakfast, the most important meal, and all this. But you know, you, there's a lot of things coming out now that's saying that's a bunch of hogwash. You know, what we've been trained and taught and mm -hmm. and stuff, and our, our pyramid foods, and it's <laughs> you know. It's not the same pyramid that it was that, you know, like when we grew up, you know, it's actually different. And I'm glad you said that. It was something I wanted to bring up. So I'm glad you just already automatically segued into that was, you know, some people say six o'clock, eight o'clock. And I've even heard where some doctors and nutritionists have said, even if you eat it, something at midnight, give it a couple of hours before you go to bed. Well, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that because you also have organ time. Each organ technically has a time where it's reprocessing, it's cleaning, it's clearing, it's digesting, it's doing its thing. And if you've got a big meal sitting on it, then it's not going to be able to do what it needs to do in the evening, you know. And and I I do the intermittent fasting. I don't do it on purpose. It's just kind of the way I, I eat. So I eat a meal, you know, sometimes it's between 6 and 8 o'clock depending on my day. And I know a lot of people listen 
listening, you know, they work later if they're in Houston. By the time they come home, you know, it may be seven, eight o'clock before they eat. But yet I don't eat again until probably 10 a.m. the next morning. Right. So we're talking a good, you know, 12, 14 hours. Well, you can change your times mm-hmm. of intermittent fasting. Just have that window of eight hours. Yeah. So if you've got to eat at 8 o'clock at night, don't start till noon. Yeah. So you go noon to 8. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's just moving the times around. That's all. And, you know, I'm not a big, like, I can't get up. There's a lot of people I know as well that are the same. I can't get up and eat, like, immediately. I have to get up and, you know, I do some stretching and stuff, and I have a big old glass of water to kind of rehydrate everything, you know, and take a few morning supplements. And then it may be an hour or so once I get up before I actually eat anything. You know, so I know, and I know some people disagree with that. Oh, no, you got to get up and you got to eat something. I can't do that. I just cannot get up and eat something right away. We're all different, aren't we? Yes, yes. And health looks different for every person. Mm-hmm. All right. So there are many, oh, I talked about the, ta- the, the tables. Uh, I'm sorry, tables, the organ time, which I thought that was so fascinating when you, you can search, you know, like organ time and you can see because there's times that you know, I want to say this, too, at night, like when I'm going to bed or even sleeping or I wake up, you know, you go, oh, yeah, that's like kidney time or that's all oh, that. Yeah, the certain <laughs> organs are doing their thing because I, you know, got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> And that's just usually when they're doing their recuperative stuff, you know, and you need to let them have that break. Did you know that according to some studies with, you know, I was was chatting again with my BFF Google, we were having a conversation, yes, and weight gain from September to January, you know, and most people go, oh my gosh, you know, I gained 10 pounds over the holidays or whatever. Believe it or not, people are not as gluttonous as even I thought. This may shock mm-hmm. you because it shocked me. When asked what, like, we think we've gained, a lot of people say, oh, it had to be four, five, ten pounds. You know, I've had, you know, had like a food coma and I'm having a food baby. You know, I just know I've got all this weight on here. Do you know, actually, when they've done studies, it's closer to half a pound to a pound Mm. in general. However, here's the kicker or the caveat to that is most of that that people gain hangs around for longer so that one pound between say the holidays stays there after the new year and then it's compounded by what you do you know starting in january i was like oh that's really interesting and so we know sometimes it's not the weight it's inflammation from the food you eat isn't it right that's more damaging Mm-hmm. and then you get into your lichens again Yes, yes, those lichens from those things that we like. What? Beans, beans. Yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> Wonderful fruit. The more you eat, sing it with me, the Gary. The more, the more you, you toot, toot, the more, more you toot, the better you feel. So eat some beans, beans at, at every, every meal. meal. <laughs> and buy some beano. And buy some beano. <laughs> or just listen to some of our past episodes with Chef Gary and learn how to cook your beans so that you are not a toot factory over the holidays. <laughs> So give us some other little nuggets on, you know, some some good things to eat, some ways to eat. Just just give me the lowdown for this Thanksgiving so we can help some folks out. Well, you know, you think about it is if you put together your you know normal Thanksgiving meal, mm-hmm. uh, possibly you can change what sweeteners you use 
you know, in, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, in like different things like, um, you know, candied sweet potatoes or something. You mm. might use real maple syrup or, you know, or just the way of what you use, analyze it and say, is this healthier? How can I make it healthier? Yeah. You know, in and what still you do. Good. Yeah. I mean, you can, it's amazing. Um, I've been experimenting, or my wife, I should say, has been experimenting with um, different breadings instead of using, you know, white flour. Oh, or okay. Now she's kind of mixing the um, tapioca flour Ooh, with yeah. almond flour, mm-hmm. and actually it's better tasting than plain flour. I'm telling you, know, you I use just, a lot of almond flour for different crusts or, or whatever. It, exactly. It so, is really good. You know, so how do you make your you say your pumpkin pie the crust you know you do an almond flour crust in there mm-hmm. or you know instead of the normal flour and that betters it so everything that you do meal wise you know how can i make this better what can i do different to improve it um like for instance if you butter things you know use curry gold butter use raw milk butter you know oh my gosh and the or taste of that curry gold so butter better oh my lord that you know, stuff is the bomb so it's just a matter of just looking at it how can i make this healthier in in your choice of what you do you know, because you you kind of don't want to push the whole normal Thanksgiving aside. What you yeah. do, you know, I mean, probably the hardest thing is you know the dressing or something that you you, you pig out or the, especially you know, if the it's gr- grandma's uh, recipe that is just yeah. so you to know. die for good. Yeah. <laughs> then you cut back on your serving, and you know exactly. there again, and maybe take some like we've said before, <laughs> extra enzymes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> digest them better digest a little better (laughs) (laughs) and and the thing of it is too if you think about as we get older where we don't produce the enzymes as much and Mm -hmm. i think you know i don't know whether it's just uh, you know we're old or it's just because you know things are blocked up more or whatever but that's another thing on the head with that one they're just they're kind of coated with all the junk we've put in for so many years not producing Mm -hmm. and one thing that's really interesting i came across is um uh, A2 milk. You, oh, you said something on yeah, last episode. Talk about that again. Okay. Um, you can get it at, the only place I found it really is at Sprouts. Um, okay. And I'm sure Whole Foods has it. But it's from cows that are, it's a different type of protein where it's easier to digest. So a lot of people that are allergic to milk can drink the A2 milk. Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes with the cheeses from the European cows are made with A2 cheese, and you can digest it. And the other thing, you know, I've been thinking seriously, too, is um, they say that, the, you know, our wheat in the United States is entirely different than the wheat in Europe. Mm-hmm. And we've changed it. It's not what wheat's supposed to be. Sure. And so um, if you get European, say, pasta or European, you know, wheat, um, or made with European wheat, it's going to be different. And people that are allergic to wheat can even eat it. So, you know, when they take a trip over to Europe, believe it or not, they can eat the cheese, they can eat the wheat that they couldn't <laughs> eat here. Why? Sure. And that's that's exactly. a difference. You know, it's either from A2 cows or, you know, the wheat is different. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's kind of, kind of unique there. You know. 
Well, you know, years ago, I started switching, like when I would have gatherings or if we did Thanksgiving or if I'm making things even to take to family, I change it up because it's like, okay, I know the rest of this is going to have heavy creams and sauces and stuff I just can't do. And I don't want to suffer myself because I know what I'm going to feel like later after I eat it. So I would, you know, bring some things or change it a little bit. And I wouldn't tell people what I put in it because it was, you know, either like a dairy substitute or something that, you know, that I could eat. Do you know they would chow down on that stuff and it would usually be gone compared to some of the others? And then I would tell them afterwards, like, oh, my God, you fed me what? And I said, well, apparently you didn't mind it while you were shoveling it in, you know. And even the guys, a friend of mine got married and I did this little tray thing and I made it with... um it was a tofu base, but it was non-GMO. I made sure it was really clean and it was some other non-dairy. Oh, my gosh. The guys were, and it was a, oh, what was it? A um, sun-dried pepper thing. They went bananas. I'm like, do y'all know what you're eating? They're like, I don't know. It's really good. I don't care. I was like, good Lord. So, you know, people just have this really bad misconception that if it's not the traditional dairies or the creams or, you know, if it's made with almond flour, it's got to be nasty. There's so many good alternative foods out there and they fill you up quicker. Yeah, and in, in they're a lot of different healthier, yes. too. They're not empty calories, you know. No where joke. That's the whole thing. Um, you know, we've got so many foods that we eat and put in our body that are, mm-hmm. are not nutritious at all, don't yeah. give us any benefit. Exactly. It's just empty calories, and we don't need that. We want to fuel yeah. right. Well, Gary, before we head off into another subject, I want to make sure, because you do all kinds of meal preps, and you can even send it, mail it, you know, you deliver. So how can people, especially this holiday season because you also do trays and for holiday parties and gatherings so how can they get with you so that they can save some time and have a really good option for their family or friends well they can go to our website which is uh, fitchef.texas.com and granted we don't have a lot of uh, we do everything so it's <laughs> you know the mostly it's meals on the site okay but they can actually um you know, call in directly to me, okay, and I can give you my number. It's um, my direct cell phone number is two eight one five one five eight four zero nine. Call me direct, and then I can work with you what your needs are in for the holidays mm-hmm. or for your meals because. Um, you know, we can start now. You don't have to wait for the first of the year. You know, start yes, getting healthier meals now. And I've got um, there's people that have said, you know. I don't have acid reflux when I eat your meals. And well, hello. You know, I mean, <laughs> just in, I can even eat them late and not have acid reflux. Yes. So, I mean, you know, there's I can attest f- to that. I'm one of those. I'm like, woo! And Gary makes a breakfast casserole that's like to die for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's lots of different things that you can do, but just eating healthier and what ingredients we put in are a little bit healthier than in norm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, most people don't go buy grass fed beef, you know, so. They don't. They think it's cost prohibitive. And the thing is, they don't realize when you're eating better, you're fueling yourself better. So you don't eat as much because it's not empty calories. It's the right calories, you know. So it's it's a misconception. Yeah, I don't know whether I said this before on a previous show, but I cannot believe the amount of people under 60 years old that have Alzheimer's. I know. You know, and it's It's scary, isn't it? In our ratio of omega-3s to omega-6s is so off yeah and we need to eat you know just that's why the grass-fed beef 
clicked in again. Mm-hmm. You know, the grass-fed beef is a whole lot more omega-3s than the six. Or, I mean, the regular beef. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Gary, for that. And folks, if you're listening and need a little help, Gary is Chef Gary is a dumb man. He makes some really good, good, good stuff. And the brownies, I could just go on forever about his meals. So it's actually a cold day here in Houston. I cannot believe November is actually cold. We normally have flip flop and short weather. And most Houstonians that I know are not happy with the cold. I have plenty of friends that are like, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm ready to move to Florida. It's too cold here, you know. And while many people are crying over wearing warm weather shoes instead of their preferred flip-flops or sandals, I, for one, am thrilled. I love the changes of the season. The day's getting shorter. The night's getting longer because I'm kind of a night owl. And the temperature dropping. I am a Texan born and bred. I know you're you're like, oh my gosh, you know, she's in Texas and she's, you know, she's like happy with cold weather. What the what? Well, I still just love it. I don't know why. I mean, who the thunk it? Something about a brisk morning just totally makes my little heart beat a wee bit faster. Maybe it's the ancestral English and Irish genes that are making me happy with the brisk weather. You know, my Irish eyes are smiling today. (laughs) (laughs) Just had to throw that in there because I. I discovered when I went searching, I was adopted and found my biological family. I am English and Irish. I'm like, ooh, explains a lot. <laughs> and I was born with red hair, believe it or not. It fell out, came back in blonde. So, again, redhead, being born in March, and English and Irish, again, explains a lot about the fiery business that is me. Well, maybe it's also because I can enjoy this time of year a hot cup of coffee or tea without breaking out into a sweat. I mean, I love coffee, especially my favorite is Organo Supreme or hot tea. And I really love it when it's chilly outside and I can get bundled up with my warm, soft knitted blankets. And guess what? I knit those. I knit and crochet. So I'm kind of nifty if I say so myself, Chef Gary. I just have to throw that in there. I'm I'm pretty I'm kind of cool, actually. (laughs) Well, this weather also allows me to do another favorite pastime, and that is taking hot baths with the window cracked just a little. And while I'm soaking in the tub, I absolutely love to read. And I've been known to read so long while soaking that the water turns cold, and I have to run a new hot bath. So I'm a little obsessed with hot baths, y'all. I mean, it's a great time to soak. And one of my favorite feel-good stories is actually called Three Cups of Tea kind of appropriate for this cold week before Thanksgiving Day. I hope you enjoy the abbreviated telling of this story as much as I love the message that it contains. And I hope you have your cup of coffee or tea handy during the telling. Well, there's a climber. His name is Greg Mortensen, and he was formerly a registered nurse turned mountain climber who was climbing K2, which happens to be the world's second most largest, tallest mountain. And this is in Afghanistan. He was doing this in honor of his deceased sister. And as a memorial, he had planned to lay her amber necklace on the summit of K2. After more than 70 days, because, you know, a lot of times these summits, when they go for these summits on these large mountains, it's not a, you know, day or two up, day or two down. I mean, it could be a month, two months when they're on the mountain because of the weather. So it's an ordeal. Time, money, effort, energy expended. Well, after more than 70 days on the mountain, 
Mortensen and three other climbers interrupted their ascent to assist in what turned out to be about a 75-hour life-saving rescue of a fifth climber. And after getting lost on his descent, you know, they saved the other climber, got them down. They There was a storm that happened on the mountain, and so he became lost. He was alone, became separated from his group and the other Sherpas, you know, who are the porters that carry everything or help out with everything on the mountains. He was weak and exhausted. And instead of arriving where the rest of his group waited, he arrived at a small village, Corfi, that was built on a shelf jutting out from a canyon on the side of the mountain. He was greeted, taken in, and cared for by the elder of this village. Well, he found out that the village had no school. So to repay this community for the hospitality and for saving him, he promised to return with funds to build a school. And the funds to build a school ended up being, and even paying for a teacher, only $50,000. Builds a school, funds it, has a teacher, which is amazing compared to the millions or billions of dollars that schools cost now here. So this was unbelievable. And he was able to raise some capital once he came back, and he returned, and he helped the village build a school for its boys and its girls to date this is unbelievable to date his organization called central asia institute has raised funds for and helped build over 171 schools in pakistan and afghanistan and it just gives me chills because the one thing they desire more than anything is education for their children and especially their girls because they find when they send their girls to school they learn a lot of midwifery they learn you know just general basic health and then they come back to their villages and bring that to their communities and now they don't have the high levels of birth or deaths you know related to birth and children's diseases it's just amazing what a fifty thousand dollar school has done to all of these different villages around this area well his mission became reducing poverty and elevating education for girls in these countries which again just gives me the chills i just so tickled about that he also began working because of his extensive work with all these different elders on the different the different tribes in different areas around afghanistan and pakistan working with the united states military to help promote peace and build relationships with the Afghan leaders. Well, what made such an impact on I me, mean, the story in general is just great and everything that's come out of it, it's the ritual of tea. The elder of the village brought Mortensen inside and shared three cups of tea with him. Three, of course, being my favorite number because it's the divine number, the divine nature of the number. It's, you know, the Trinity. And also, it did not escape my notice. I see a lot of things in threes, whether it's opportunities, people, whatever it is occurs in threes. And so that always tells me that there is something I need to pay attention to. And I'm always rewarded when I listen to those divine messages. And with the holidays upon us, I figured, you know what? It never hurts to have that little reminder and take that little extra time to share a cup of coffee, tea, phone call, hug, or a kind word with those who are your family, those who you make your family, or those who you wish were family. And we may not personally know each other listening, you know, those of you that are listening, yet I'm grateful for each and every one of you listening now or someday on the replay. I do hope that your Thanksgiving holiday, if you're in the United States, is a blessed one. 
If you are listening in another country, I hope your day is a blessed one. Or night, if you're a night owl like me and you're listening in the bath or going to bed. And maybe one day, you never know, we can share a cup of tea or coffee together. So in the meantime, the three, the meaning of the three cups of tea. The first time you share tea with a Balti villager, you are a stranger. The second time you take tea, you are an honored guest. The third time you share a cup of tea, you become family. And for family, they would do anything. So to my family of listeners now and in the future, thank you for listening, sharing, reaching out, and making my, believe it or not, almost first full year on the air, one of joy and full of early morning cups of coffee that I have enjoyed while bringing you some laughs, some information, and a lot of shenanigans, (laughs) including the Dorsey dance, which hopefully you are doing on a regular basis. And don't forget, if there's anything that I can do for you, don't hesitate to connect with me on social media. You can find me just about everywhere under Dorsey Hill, or just drop me a direct line on my email, which is Dorsey at DorseyHillGlobal.com. And let's share a cup of virtual tea or coffee while we chat it over. Well, I'm going to wrap up this week with my dollop of Dorsey for Thanksgiving. May your stuffing be tasty. May your turkey be plump. May your potatoes and gravy have nary a lump. May your yams be delicious. May your pies take the prize. May your Thanksgiving dinner stay off of your thighs. <laughs> Does that sound good, Chef Gary? That's good. And also, stay off of your Stay bit. off of your belly as well. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Chef Gary, for all of your wonderful for tidbits, you know, right before the holidays. And I will definitely be getting with you to have my Thanksgiving set. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't even think of it. So we're going to talk after the show about preparing some things so that I can save myself some time between now and the actual meal. All right, folks. Well, that is about it for this version, this day, this episode of the Healthy Happy Fun Hour here on the Dorsey Show. Make sure that you visit every Thursday live at 10 a.m. Central Ta- Central Standard Time or just go to the website at www.vinyldraftradio.com and listen anytime on the replay. My wish for you, as always, is that each and every one of you are happy, healthy, and have a ton of fun. Big Texas love and hugs to each and every one of you. Bye for now. Bye. Her happy builds up all week. Come on, get them up there. Raise your hands in the air. And you pump them like you just don't care. Join us next Thursday when she gets it all out. Again. Go ahead. (laughs) Kind of like if you vomited rainbows. You can get me anywhere. (laughs) You won't want to miss it. Thursdays, 10 a.m. The Dorsey Show on Final Draft Radio. Hey, it's Adam Smasher for Big Splash Web Design. Let's face it, your online presence matters. And if you don't have a website or your website just isn't up to today's standards, then you are hurting your business. Big Splash Web Design is a full-service Houston-based web design and marketing agency specializing in custom web design, mobile site design, e-commerce solutions, inbound marketing and lead generation, app development, and much, much more. 
But don't take my word for it. Check out their impressive portfolio at BigSplashWebDesign.com or reach out to them, 281-816-6932.